Today on Rooted Daily, I talk about why I am preaching to a mirror. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and I love sitting down and talking with you every day, but I realize I say that, but there's only one chair here right now. And we get a lot of feedback through email and messages on Facebook and YouTube. I love to hear from you, but for the most part, this is a, a monologue. It's not a dialogue. And I think that format tends to give off an impression that I want to address today before we really dive into the rest of season three. And I think, you know, me sitting in this chair alone, talking to a camera and asking you to watch or to listen every weekday, that gives off the impression that I've got all the answers and that you need to come to me to find them. You know, more than that, not only do I have those answers, but I've applied all those answers and I live somehow a perfect life. You know, a friend brought up a passage in James about teachers where James writes, my brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect or mature man, also able to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Although they're so large and they're driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder, wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things in James 3, 1 through 5. So what's all this about? Shouldn't James want us all to be teachers? Why is he telling us that we need to give this a little bit of thought before we jump in? Well, teachers will be held to a higher standard because the words they use have impact. When a teacher says something, other people absorb it. And so if a teacher is loose with his words, that could have serious consequences. James continues writing, see how great a forest a little fire kindles, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. You know, a small spark can burn down a forest, and a wrong word from a teacher can send the listener into a world of sin. You know, the stakes are incredibly high here, and so the standard for teachers is high, James warns. But this word perfect sometimes trips us up. Jesus said, uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. And in John 17, 22, uh, he prayed to his Father, the glory which you gave me I have given to them, that they may be one just as we are one, I and them and you and me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. You know, we are called to perfection. The Bible is made up of letters to people who seem entirely imperfect. You know, the Corinthians, they were divisive. The Ephesians, they needed help understanding authority. The Thessalonians, they were too worried about when Christ was going to return. You know, the early Christians, they were entirely human. And that means they had their flaws. But here's the difference between them and the people uh, in the second and third centuries other than them. The early Christians, they had the perfect son of God as their savior, as their example, who was leading them into maturity. He was perfecting them. You know, when James writes that teachers 
uh, who are able to control their tongues are perfect, he certainly does not mean that on their own, they're flawless. And that misconception has led more people away from God than probably any other. People have looked up to a teacher, but eventually that teacher failed them. What James said, though, is that we all stumble in many things, himself included, teachers included, but teachers are ones who accept that reality. They accept that it's hard to bridle the tongue, and they rely on God to help them constrain it because they know they are held to a higher standard. You know, there's another passage about teachers that might be confusing if it's taken out of context. Uh, Jesus was taking on the Pharisees and, and the scribes uh, when he said in Matthew 23, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, that observe and do, but do not do according to their works. For they say and do not do. For they bind heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on men's shoulders. But they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do to be seen by men. They make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. They love the best places at feasts, the best seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called by men, Rabbi, Rabbi. But you do not be called Rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. You know, when Jesus came to free us from the punishment of the law, he found people sitting in places of honor who were flaunting that punishment. They were creating rules so outrageous that God seemed inaccessible, that punishment was inevitable. Meanwhile, it was all showmanship for them to try to create an illusion of righteousness. They didn't keep their own rules while demanding that people honor them with the best seats at the feast and in the synagogues. They wanted to be called rabbi even while they were stomping on the word of God. And if they would have really been understanding that word, they would know that it called them to humble themselves before the Lord. And Jesus said, that's not who your teacher is. Your teacher is the Christ. Now, just like James, this is one of those passages that, that people pull out to try to find an excuse to get out of their responsibility to share the gospel with people. And if we take a step back to look at the, the context of the whole Bible, we know that's certainly not what Jesus was telling his disciples here. They were going to be expected to be teachers and elders and apostles. They were going to have a lot of responsibility put on their shoulders. They're going to have titles to go along with that responsibility. But Jesus does not want them to become like these rabbis. And so he says in verse 11, but he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whoever exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. Yeah, I don't do this podcast so I can sit in this chair and bind heavy burdens on you. I don't do it because I want you to honor me or put your trust in what I say. You know, like I said, a lot of people walk away from God because they do that to a teacher. They revere a teacher and what he's taught them. And then that teacher fails them. I'll tell you right now at some point, I won't try to, but it could happen. I might fail you. That's why I need you to root yourself in Christ and not in me. So I don't do this podcast for that. I do this 
because I need to hear what we talk about more than anyone else. I need to root myself in Christ and in his word and make it my only foundation more than anyone else. I need to grow a stronger spirit and mature in my faith more than anyone else. I need to learn how to get through the storms in my life and how to bear fruit for God more than anyone else. I am here because I'm preaching into my mirror. I am not perfect. I have plenty of flaws, but I know that through Christ, I can be perfected just as my heavenly father is perfect. And so can you. That's why I'm so thankful be able to sit down with you and grow our roots a few inches deeper into the Word of God every day. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's Word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in His Word, and I am so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.